the Burger Click Productions 15 Minutes of Fame podcast features Dom from the Not Really Albany-based pop-punk band, Scotch Cow. Here's their song back on the liquor. Creek Productions, 15 Minutes of Fame podcast. I have Dom Murdoch from Scotchka, Albany's own, or you could say Saratoga. Would you say Saratoga's own? Or would you say Albany? How would you say it? <laughs> we are like directly in between Albany and uh, Saratoga. We are Rexford's own. Nice. But uh, as nobody knows that, so we usually just go with Albany. <laughs> so I, I wanted to ask you, because this is, this is recent news. Uh, obviously, by the time this gets put out, it won't be as recent. But right now, in, in the now, it's it's recent. Um, with the with the sobering news of the low beat closing and no real shows kind of on the horizon, um, what in, in what is your hot take on what the future uh, of the Albany music scene is going to be? Yeah, I mean the low beat was really sad. Um, I know I know Polly's under new management. I don't know uh, who that is yet. I haven't like been there at all. Um, the low beats I feel like more sad for like new bands coming into the scene. That was really the big. That was a really big blow to them. That was like where I played my first show. Mm-hmm. I played definitely played a couple of shows there with Nine Bows Short, um, and it's just kind of sad to see it go. Yeah, uh, we play a lot of like house shows, like my own house. Uh, I'm trying to make into a venue, and uh, I think that's kind of going to be the way it goes for at least the near future. Uh, at least for you know bands really just starting out, just trying to get a foothold. So that's that's an interesting answer because it directly segues into what my next question for you is <laughs> going to be. So I, I have a theory um, that with all these venues closing down, uh, inadvertently there there will be forced to be a, a resurgence in kind of the DIY house show scene. That's that's kind of where I think this was going to be heading. Um, but I'm I'm curious. Do you think that Makeout Reef could be said or could be part of said possible resurgence? And it sounds like the answer is yes. Yeah, I would love for it to be. <clears throat> um, at the beginning, I wasn't taking it uh, too seriously. Um, it was just kind of a, a space for bands to play. Uh, when when we're able to do shows again, I'm planning on making a couple investments. Like I want to buy some monitors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a, like a door so uh, I can actually. Uh, get some money for bands coming through, which I really wasn't doing. Uh, stuff like that, just make it more accommodating for the bands, make it a kind of a better place to play. What is the best compliment you've ever received about the music and your band? Ooh, uh, one person said I sound like Max Bemis from Say Anything, nice. uh, who is my favorite <laughs> artist, and it's my favorite band, and that that has to take the cake for nice. sure. Nice. How do you how do you deal with compliments when like someone gives you a compliment like after you get done playing or if if you bump into somebody it's like oh hey I, I I checked out that single you guys put up it sounds fucking rad like how do you deal with that on the spot are you one of the the cool cats like oh thanks man that was that was nothing or is it is it humbling every time you hear it oh, I mean I, I just love getting compliments but mo- mostly not really because like they're saying something nice about me mostly because it's Usually, a lot of the time, it's someone I don't really know that well, and it kind of lets me have a conversation with them and get to know them more, which is something I just absolutely love doing. Nice. I'm just making as many friends as possible and just building up my social circle as much as possible. 
So can you walk me through the first moment, What kind of what was going through your brain, what was going on in your life when you first decided that you wanted to be in a band? Ooh, can I don't even know if I can. Scotch kind of just randomly, uh, it wasn't really supposed to happen, wasn't really planned. Um, it was, I, I had a uh, sophomore year of college, I was doing some music on my own, and uh, my good friend Drew Patone was uh, asked if he could play bass and we could make music together. And that led to uh, Brian knew, uh, or sorry, uh, Drew knew Brian, who is now our drummer. And uh, it just kind of snowballed into people becoming a part of it. Um, so, and we've all just been kind of, you know, evolving as musicians together. Mm-hmm. And it's been quite a ride. But uh, I wasn't, I didn't necessarily come into it trying to put together like uh, this emo pop band. It kind of just slowly happened. What's one major lesson that you think you've learned as a result of this like whole quarantine thing? Oh, that's a good question. It's interesting because uh, I've been using the quarantine to try and learn a lot. Like I've been, I've just kind of sit and just literally just like watching YouTube videos about music theory, about pedals, about anything that could potentially make me a better musician. Mm-hmm. And I think, I guess the lesson is it's, and I've been doing this all because I've had time, you know, I like all my weekends, I'm kind of just sitting at home. And I guess the lesson is it's important to kind of balance uh, work and play more. I really wasn't doing that. I was kind of just go out every weekend before quarantine. And now I'm using that time to actually better myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess the lesson is just to yeah, just balance it as best you can. I I'd, I'd spotted in a recent post that you and the band had had fleshed out over six or over 14 hours, six tracks and that you had stated you're feeling the best you've felt in six months. What's, what's on the horizon for Scotchka? What's, what's coming down the, uh, coming down the pipe. Yeah. The album, the album's finally happening. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's been, been two years in the making now. Uh, people that are really close to us has kind of turned it into a meme. <laughs> and uh but but it's finally actually happening which is great yeah uh we really just we really weren't taking it too seriously we finally like set some deadlines um we got uh our, our new bassist jacob height is like just a very very professional just like human being and he just thinks that everything is uh, like he has a very good business sense and a very good musical sense and he, like him coming on just really helped us kind of uh get everything together and focus Nice. So do you have a do you have a date set yet for the uh, what I would assume to be the virtual or the digital release of said album? Or is it still kind of all coming together? Uh, well, we definitely still have some work to do. Hmm. Um, like like we just have like some demos recorded now. We're planning on recording and tracking this winter. Uh, then uh, it'll probably be sometime early next year. I'm almost scared to put a date on it because I've put dates on it before that are now uh, several months ago. <laughs> so I want to make that mistake again. Now, are with the tracks that are going to be on this new album, are these all new songs, or are you going to be kind of culminating some of the singles, um, you know, bringing them on board? So uh, the singles are all going to be on it. Um, that being said, we are going to modify some of them. Like Keys to Congress, we're actually <clears throat> going to um, change some things. We feel like it has some untapped potential. We're not really going to take anything away from it. We're really just going to add some stuff to it and clean up some things we weren't crazy happy with mm-hmm. uh other than that there's there's two songs that were on our acoustic ep 
that we're making full band and throwing on it. Uh, then that leaves, I think, like seven new songs uh, that aren't the singles or the old ones that are also going to be on. So it's going to be 12 tracks. Is that so we're really looking forward to that? Is that exciting to bring kind of new life or almost like, uh, oh yeah, I guess new life into like a song that was previously written and recorded as like an acoustic uh, vibe versus now bringing in the current lineup of Scotchka. Is that exciting to do that with those two, those two other songs? Oh, absolutely. And it was, it was like, we also, you know, wrote those songs like two, two and a half years ago and we've just grown so much since then. We just have, feel like we have so much more to add to it. Uh, it just has so much more potential. We're excited to tap. Now quickly, cause I have, I have an idea as to obviously what, you know, Scotchka being, you know, combination of scotch and vodka. But if you can, in in in, in a high level, uh, what is what what's the history of the the choice of that name for the band? <laughs> yeah, so we we were uh, we were Good Hair back in like 2017. That was our first name. Uh, it was really sad to see it go, but it was just like really hard to find online because even if you typed in like Good Hair Band, it would just be like <laughs> Hair Bands. Like free hair, <laughs> literally. So it, was, literally. it was just like impossible uh, to market anywhere. Um, so we actually had a whole bracket going. Uh, I think like everyone in the band at the time picked like four names they 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 would put forward, and uh, Skoshka was the one we went with. Um, it it has to do with uh, the movie The Room. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm. Tommy Wiseau, uh, a really iconic scene in that one, and. Uh, I don't know. It just kind of worked out. It was really unique. It just kind of, we like the word, like the uh, context of the word, everything about it. I wanted to ask you about the song, uh, Keys to Congress, because it, it has like this crazy bass riff in it, like this bass groove. It's got like really cool, like atmospheric guitar work. And like three quarters of the way, there's that insane like change. Like it, it's just, it's great. And it also <laughs> has, an, another thing I noticed about the song too is, the, your use of lyrics. Uh, one of the things that I really enjoyed about about Scotchgun as I was kind of walking through since I've met you and um, you know we, we played with you, the two of you guys like up uh, up to John's uh, mom's houses. You're very you're very talented lyricist, but I noticed with this song it's very it's not repetitive, but it's that catchy. You know, like you're going to learn these lyrics and be able to recite them back, kind of thing. Now, I notice when you post singles, you post lyrics, and sometimes you post snippets of inspiration. You know, I was doing this at this time when I wrote this, and with this song, you didn't. Can you speak to kind of the history of the song, the inspiration, anything like that? Yeah, <clears throat> the song was kind of wild. Uh, it was the first song that we really as a band wrote all together. I got the same time. Usually I'll come in with like some chords, maybe like the skeleton of it, and then we kind of fill it out. Uh, the song was written in like it was a couple hours it was like literally one practice we just kind of wrote it out of essentially nowhere um obviously i everything was finalized in in the you know it's not like we did it perfectly the day one but um it's definitely very different for us uh usually we it's much more like i guess i guess poppy than we usually do and it was meant to just be more of a, a groovy song um, instead of, you know, your typical pop punk song uh, that we usually write. Mm-hmm. 